The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guests today are Dee Dice and Casey Corsello. Welcome to the show, you two. Thank you Hi, so Tara. much. Hi, Thanks Tara. for having us. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you both. Um, I know both of you independently and also combined. I feel like, uh, you know, you're such amazing community champions for small business. So um, I would be surprised if a lot of people don't know you from the work that you do in the community because you both have such rich backgrounds. But um, I'm glad to have you both in here together because it just, in my mind, you're, I think of you together now. So, mm. um, Thank you both for being here. So I guess we'll start with you, Dee. Sure. Um, just, you know, some things about you. Um, you are a uh, marketing and consulting um, independent business advisor, um, someone that I've known from Valley CDC when you used to work there. And I think um, you're a serial entrepreneur. I think we can give you that title because you've had more than one sure. small business over the course of your history. So do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I like to start with my first business that I had, and it was in college, and I had a cross-country ski rental business. <clears throat> and you might think that I had a lot of experience in that, but in reality, I had never cross-country skied in my life, and therefore, <laughs> I wanted to rent some skis, and I found that no one in the area rented so by chance, <laughs> I bought 500 pairs of skis, boots, poles, and snowshoes, and I borrowed a car, and I borrowed the money, and I made it all back in the first weekend because wow. I sold, I know, it was great. So I sold most of them, and then I kept the rest of them and rented them you know, for the rest of the season. And I was lucky enough that it was a very, very snowy season, and at the end of the year, I made enough money to go back to school again. And I thought, oh, I, I kind of like this business thing. So from there, I've had you know, five or six other businesses. I've had a, a wholesale uh, produce business. I grew alfalfa sprouts, bean sprouts, and we were the first company in New England to sell fresh herbs to supermarkets. So we had supermarket chains as our network. And then I moved to Martha's Vineyard and had a fruit and produce market and garden center there for quite a few years. I love that you said um, in your first business venture, by luck, you came into like 500 <laughs> items that of just the right thing that you were like, tell me about that. Well, it's part of having a team, basically. I was home for you know a school break, and I was telling my mother that I was thinking of doing this, and she said, "You know, I just read somewhere that um, Northfield Mountain um, it sells all their equipment at the end of the year, and you have to put a bid on it." I said, "Well, I don't know how to do that." She said, "Well," and she kind of helped me think about it a little bit, and sure enough, I got the bid, and so. I didn't intend to buy 500 pairs. <laughs> it just was one of those things that it happened that, you know, I was thinking, okay, if I buy 10 pairs of skis, how much would yeah. that cost and all that stuff? Yeah. Whereas if I bought 500, it was actually cheaper. So that's how it happened. That's so great. Mm -hmm. And I love that you put it out into the universe. Right. 
and right. you know or you put it out to your advisors right mm-hmm. I mean because mm-hmm. that's one thing about being in business and thinking about it using your community and oh, the people definitely. that you know love and trust to actually like think through some of the things that you're thinking about and also putting it out to, to the universe to your network what you're looking for in order to have it come back to you right I talk about that all the time in my business consulting is that really you need a team I mean, sometimes being a business owner is lonely. And also, especially if you have staff, it's a little bit lonely at the top there. Mm -hmm. When I had my garden center, um, we always had events together. We always went out together. And I'll never forget when I heard the next day that all my staff went out without me. (laughs) So (laughs) it's important to have other business owners or people you know, in similar businesses, so you can lean on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is, I, I feel like it's lonely at the top, it's lonely at the bottom, it's <laughs> tough in the middle, too. I mean, mm-hmm. sure. Casey, you know, so we don't get too far ahead of ourselves here, I would love for, for you to talk a little bit about yourself, too. And I think a lot of people know you from um, one of your businesses. You're the co-owner of Corsello Butcheria in East Hampton with your husband, Vince. Um, and also, you know, from your own uh, consulting business that you have, your leadership and coaching that you have but I want I want to hear in your words you know how how you would describe yourself yeah th- thanks Tara um I also just want to note real quick what Dee said about um she didn't know how to cross-country ski so she wanted to learn and ended up buying five I mean ended up buying 500 pairs to start up I mean and thank you to your mother like let's hear oh, for the mothers yeah. right yeah. let's hear for the mothers yeah. Yeah. and the supportive moms that um, are like supportive moms let's sure. think about this yeah. like sure why right. not right yeah. right I, I I just love that story Thanks, yeah thank you. Um, did you learn how to cross-country ski oh yeah and I love <laughs> I it hope. now and you know it's great for years after that I saved 10 pairs of skis, 10, 10 or 20 pairs of boots. So if anyone wanted to go with me, I'd say, oh, I have your size. And so I could always go with different people. <laughs> and was not it, being lonely, right? I know. Was it all that you ever imagined it would be? Like, oh, was, was it something that you just love totally to fun. do? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's great. It's totally great. <laughs> Um, thanks, thanks. I love working with Dee. I th- you, I mean, you get these stories and experiences, and they're just so wonderful. Um, yes. So, <laughs> I, I, p- part of what I do um, is, you know, I uh, own, co-own with my my husband Vincent um, Corsello Butcheria, and um, I'm also a certified coach. So, I work with people um, to support them you know, in their businesses or professional life or really just their lives um, in general. And I'm very passionate about that. And, you know, Vincent is more in the the butcher shop and I'm kind of the, I'm not going to say the executive, not at all. He's (laughs) very much in the operations, (laughs) but I am the exec. Yeah, but that's not true at all. But in the beginning, you know, I was very much a part of it, very much a part of starting this thing and, um, you know, not having any experience. And interestingly enough, I graduated from UMass and I have a bachelor's bachelor's of science degree in resource economics with a concentration on food merchandising and marketing. I saw that and I was going to ask you if the the butcheria was always in the works or if 
Um, no. Yeah. Uh, that that sort of tract Ugh. in my education was more my dad saying, um, you need to get, you need to finish here. And I was fortunate that my, my, my dad, my parents could pay for me to go to school. But then there was a point where he was like, I'm done. And I was somebody. Did you try to draw it out? Was well, it like a? I just didn't know what I wanted. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do. Who does? I, exactly. I mean, really? Exactly. I'm pushing my children right now to take a year off already. Right. And they're eight and ten. And I'm like, please don't go to four year college right away. Please do not. Right. It's like you don't know. You and, don't know. And originally, I wanted you know journalism, <laughs> and then I found like. Um, the the tourism industry and then i've found sports management but all of those <laughs> things were a you know a, you had to get in yeah and i also really enjoyed being at umass and socializing if you will yeah mm-hmm. so there were a lot of classes that i missed you were talking about that yeah off mic earlier yeah yes <laughs> and and so it, it was but but i did love the major and then i also was diagnosed with adhd in at umass so then I started to get the right support to where I could actually really do well and finish. Um, but I was like, I'll never use this. I will never use this degree. And then years later, I, I never wanted to open a butcher shop. I mean, I really, you know, it, it came from our experience living in Rome, Italy. And then, you know, my husband coming to me and saying, you know, maybe we could do this. And I was like, I don't know, really know how that's going to work. But he got laid off from his job. And then things just sort of open up in that direction. And then when I was starting to think about it and like, you know, merchandising and I was like, all this stuff came back to me. You're like, like, wait a minute. I actually can do this. I do. Like, (laughs) the stuff is there. Okay, well, then I can apply it. Right. But then, um, yeah. And I think the skills that I have learned as a coach and working with people and just understanding the, you know, the human experience of being an entrepreneur and how to better manage ourselves so we can be a better manager of our business um, is really, it's, it, it was helpful for me to apply those things. Um, you know, my, actually my husband doesn't like me to coach him, but sometimes he will ask me I don't know why. Right? I mean, it's like, why? Well, I, and I'm no cer- it's certainly not neutral, right? Yeah. Like I'm, when I'm working no. with clients, there's no judgment. Or when I'm not working, charged. Or, my, yeah, you know. And my husband, I'm more like. There's no history there. Exactly. Intimate, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're just like very much open space. But mm-hmm. it's a little bit different with our, our life partners. Yeah. And business partners. And business partners. Yeah. We had Megan Lynch on um, from Six Point Creative last week. And Megan deals a lot with family businesses, and so we talked a little bit about that. And yeah, you I can't you can't yeah. escape the family dynamic. No, so no. It's, it is very important for you know the individuals to be very um, aware of themselves, mm-hmm. and then how to be better uh, partnerships, how to relate better. Mm-hmm. It's a lot other. of work. It's all the time work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, but there's a lot of opportunities to practice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. At the at the butcher shop, yeah, you know, like yeah, even with the kids, like yeah. co-parents, like yeah, a lot of practice, yeah. lots of practice, yeah. Um, so it's been seven years yes. since you opened the butcheria. Yes, how's it going? It's going, it's going well, and we have we've opened up a second location in Springfield. So we are partnered with um, the Food Brood at Gasoline Alley. So there's four. Or there's, I think there's five or six other businesses. So when you talk about being alone, mm-hmm. you know, our our um, connection to Gasoline Alley is on a smaller scale. It's almost what our inspiration was of being a butcher as like a small market. So there's a stall there, but 
there's other businesses involved. And so having that partnership and collaboration is just, it's really helpful because again, you know, it's a, it can be really isolating. Well, business. you'll be happy to know that I was having lunch yesterday with Chia Collins and she brought me a postcard from Albany Street in oh, Springfield. Amazing. And she was like, have you ever been to this little complex? And I was like, I've been to Gasoline Alley, but prior to this whole like incubation of this little yeah. market and things. So I haven't gone to see your shop over there, but Chia was like, you need to go over there because I'm seriously considering like moving to Springfield. It's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. And the businesses there, Monsoon Coffee Roasters, Nosh, um, Happy Man, which does freeze-dried fruits and candies, and um, Wicked Whisk, which is a vegan bakery, which is right next to us, which is kind of hilarious. We're the butcher shop, and then you have a vegan bakery. <laughs> but, you know, we can, we, we can all get along. <laughs> um, and is Terry at Nosh, did she move? No, this is, her, this is her second Got it. Got location. it. Yeah, because I was trying to explain to Chia that from my work at the Springfield bid and yeah. just knowing like that landscape that I was like, Oh, I hope Nosh didn't leave no, Springfield, yeah, Springfield, this, downtown Springfield. Yeah. This is the second spot for them. Nice. So very exciting. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're thriving in East Hampton and feeling supported and yeah. having other places pop up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a ride. It's a yeah. journey. And I, I think it's important to remember that even the hard days are not, you know, they don't last. And I think that's, you know, that reminder that um, every moment is a new moment. So even when it feels tough or things aren't going well, there's always an opportunity to make it um, go better. You know, there's always another day. Yeah. And also the bad stuff is sometimes good stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm in disguise, exactly. right? I mean, yeah. it's learning. Like, yeah. Learning. And you don't know that it's necessarily opening another door or, you know, discovering another pathway, but it it does and it and it will um, if it hasn't already when the other door slams in your face. Yeah. And I think, you know, looking at entrepreneurship, like we said, as it as a learning process, you know, everything is learning. And, and as a small business owner, and if it's really you, Right. And then you have a team, let's say there's employees, but you're the HR department, you are the finance department, you are, um, you know, the marketing department, the planning department operate like you will be everything. And and over time, you know, we've we've learned what works and what doesn't work. Um, and, you know, my uh, Vincent's done a really great job because obviously we went through the pandemic. So it's just a lot of like adjustment and, and sort of responding to the moment. And that takes, um, again, like I said, it takes your your ability to manage yourself and manage your emotions so that you can really make the best decision. Because we can make really bad decisions when we're not, um, what's the word, regulated or centered or grounded. Right? Yeah, in our bodies. In, like our, in bodies. our minds, like in our feelings. Yeah. Yeah, because we can hyper focus or be like really alert that one small thing can set us off. And being able to kind of center and ground and just take a moment and take a pause and breathe, right? Because then your perspective can change as you're breathing, you're yawning, which, listen. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> and you're probably yawning because you're like, go, 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 go. Ah, and we need to go, go, go right now because it's our Perfect. first break already. This is Tara Brewster. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm here today with D Dice and Casey Corsello, and we will be right back.
The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster. I'm here today with Casey Corsello and Dee Dice. Both are amazing women entrepreneurs in our region, doing a lot of coaching and consulting for small businesses and solopreneurs, partnerpreneurs, um, all sorts of different people throughout the region. Um, so it's so nice to have the both of you here. And I wanted to kick it back to Dee, because Dee, on your LinkedIn profile, it says that you are um, good at growing a business um, that's one of your specialties and so I wanted to ask you how and, and what does that look like when you're working with um, different clients that are working on growing their business like how how is it done well I want to think about growing plants I mean that's how I think about it is having the idea planting the seed you know watering taking care, being patient, and encouragement. And so when I meet with a client, usually uh, I do a lot of listening. I, do a, I ask a lot of questions, and I listen a lot, and I make sure that they are well-supported, that they are well-resourced in um, making sure they know what they're doing, that they have um, not only money resources, but they're also um, versed in their specialty. And then you kind of arm them with other kind of business tactics, you know, um, getting registered, making sure you have an EIN number, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then as they move along, you kind of see where they have blocks and, and where they're stopped and how to encourage that forward. So it's a whole, it's like, it, you know, it's like, the plant, the child, the nurturing mm -hmm. process. Yeah, I, I wrote that down here. Um, caretaking yeah, is the caretaking. word that I, that I just wrote down for sure. Um, and so, you know, are you working with someone for six months, a year, pre-startup, um, startup, when they're rocking and rolling, first right. three years, ongoing? So I can work with any level of business. I like to work with more early stage which could be 10 years and younger or five years and younger. Um, and I also really love startups because they're so fresh and new. <laughs> and they don't so, know a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. oh, don't do that. Please don't do that. Oh, I had someone the other day that I left feeling like, oh, really? And so I can work with someone for as long as they want. You know, it depends on how long they want to be involved. And also, I work with a lot of organizations like Hilltown CDC and Center for Women in Enterprise. And so it depends on how long they allow me to work with someone. Mm. So, um, But if a private person, uh, um, you know, a separate person, uh, not aside from those organizations, approaches me, oh, yeah, six months is an easy time limit. Mm -hmm. um, so you're doing both contracted work and independent uh -huh. work. And also workshops. 
Um, so right now I have an email newsletter workshop that is a 10-week workshop. It's starting next week. And we're going to learn everything about email newsletters and how to make them easier and how to make them so people will read them. And then I also have the email or the um, workshop series that I do with Casey, the MindShift Blueprint Business Program. So uh, I do workshops also and also for different organizations too. And Casey, do you want to talk a little bit about the MindShift Business Blueprint program? Yes. And we just <laughs> rebranded our name to MindShift Business Blueprint. It used to be it used to be Business Blueprint. Um, so the the program came from my experience, as I had talked about before, um, the human side of entrepreneurship. So in my experience of uh, being a startup, there's a lot of resources available, you know, like your scores, the CDCs, um, the SBAs, um, MSBDC to work with. And but but that's there's a lot of technical stuff like how to what you should do. And I didn't find a lot of support in sort of the the mental the mind component around it or the human experience or what happens uh, when you are kind of taking a big risk and you have fear, right? And when you come from leaving a job to really in the space of uncertainty, which is what entrepreneurship is, how does that impact you as a human? How does it impact you when you have a family to take care of, right? How does it impact you when you are having so much to do and you know how do you prioritize? And so um, just taking my experience of being a trained facilitator and a coach and understanding really human development, professional development is, is really how I came to have this program. I love that. It's combining the emotional intelligence piece with the more hardcore pieces of, of how to do business. All right, we're here again. Tara Brewster, Western Mass Business Show. I'm here with Casey Corsello and Dee Dice. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm joined today by Dee Dice and Casey Corsello, who both work independently and together to strengthen the entrepreneurial structure within our region. Casey was just talking about some of the softer skills or the strong skills. Smart Smart skills. skills that some people are calling it. Um, of non, non-traditional skills, like, like emotional intelligence. Let me put it this way. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go for it. But I just, so if you think about how we behave, right, we're always behaving. And that could look like um, how I would write a paper or how I would do the dishes or if I would do the dishes or not, or if I would um, do a business plan or any, any action that we take is impacted by what's going on inside of us. So when I th- when you say soft skills, right, it, it is sort of the unseen things, the unseen skills that we have that allow us to operate better. And so if we think about, like, let's take example, a computer, there's a default system. And so our default systems are things that we're not even aware or conscious of. And, and we've learned over time, and sometimes we we learn in ways that are not the most skilled, that are not 
the most productive for us. Um, and our belief system, what we believe in ourselves or what we believe in the world around us impacts what we do about that, the action that is seen outside of us. So I work a lot on sort of the inner experience in order to um, give the entrepreneur the, the their own self-awareness. So they're learning their own self-awareness. They're learning how they operate just by default. And then are there ways that they can, you know, strengthen, do things better, um, learn and grow? And, and, I, and we can't grow unless, um, you know, we're, we're going through something or understanding ourselves. Um, it's just, uh, you know, when we think about growing our business, if the business owner is not growing themselves, then that's impacting their ability to grow their business. And so is there a way to sort of measure someone's inner workings or how they are moving in the world? Yes. I mean, measure in the sense of their own um, sort of understanding their own experience. So oftentimes, um, you know, I'll just take as an example somebody that I'm working with. Um, we started in September and the the person was very judgmental on themselves um, and just kind of just seeing things that, you know, self negative self-talk really really stressed out like every little thing that would happen it would send them into kind of a spiral and they just all they would think about was the one thing that went wrong for days even weeks and now in working with this person they're not thinking in that way so they're very aware of what their thoughts are and they're actually in a really difficult transition right now where they're having to find different partners and getting investors but their ability to manage their stress and themselves so that they can continue to show up and really um, passionately get people to invest in their business, um, it's not impacted. Whereas, you know, there's certain things that sometimes I would want to curl up into a ball and, you know, a lot of fear, big risk, um, it's not paralyzing them. And how do you change someone's behavior? I mean, if someone's coming to you with a whole lifetime of having learned behaviors, positive and negative, how are you able to sort of get someone on a new trajectory to behave in a different way? Um, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine like I'm 45, so I've had years and years of practicing in a certain way that, you know, it takes it takes time and really the first step is understanding ourselves and that's what we go through in the program we have a, um, a whole session on understanding ourselves as learners and as individuals because I think it's important for people to understand them and understand how they learn too because learning can people have different relationships with learning right you know I just talked about college I had I was diagnosed with ADHD at a later age so my early years, my high school years, impacted how I experienced learning and kind of what I told myself about learning, that I wasn't good at math or that I was stupid. Um, and that impacts what we do today. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, there is nuance. There's a lot of listening that I do. There's questions that I ask that are a little bit deeper and ways that um, we can kind of connect the dots in a very non-judgmental very compassionate way because you know there there is a lot of shame that people have 
especially around learning. And people are fragile. Mm-hmm. People are fragile. And so, uh, you know, part of that is I'm a trauma-informed coach, too, so I understand th- what happens with trauma and how that impacts our behavior as well. So it's just, um, like I said, it's time, and it's just asking deeper questions and listening and, and um, just really understanding that the human that's in front of me. I'd also like to say that uh, Casey said she was a certified coach. She probably has four, five, ten different kinds of certifications and lots of training. So um, she's a very experienced and trained coach, and it's always a pleasure to work with her. I have to say that when we're doing our workshop, it's it's eight sessions, but Casey and I are both together on there, and every time she's talking, I'm taking notes. Wow. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I love that. We both learn from each other. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And so your partner's often in programs, and you've kind of developed this new program yeah. that you're doing together, um, and you've run it five times or so? Yeah, we're doing it our sixth time right now. Amazing. Right. Yeah. So what do some people say about this program? Do you have any stories or comments that you can share from all this participation? I mean, lots. We could spend another hour doing that easily, but I know we're not. (laughs) Um, But I'd like to just highlight two different businesses that have had such great success. Um, One of them is a baker who, when she first, so the program's eight weeks. So when she first came to the program and you're supposed to write down the name of your business, she didn't really have a name. She wasn't really sure what she was gonna do. She liked to bake, but she didn't really know. By the end of the eight-week program, she had a place to rent and was starting a bakery. I mean, this woman just moved fast. Many Layers Bakery by uh, Brandy Simone. And she is rocking it. So, yeah, yeah it's very uh, heartwarming. The other person I wanted to highlight was uh, Amy Thompson, who uh, is a photographer. She's in Eastworks. And she also was at the idea stage when she started. She had just finished a mindfulness training, and she combined her mindfulness and photography. And now she offers, she's got a full-fledged website. She offers uh, classes in mindfulness photography, and she's also on her way. so, like I said, trying to think about mindfulness photography and what that might look like. Oh, well, I definitely took the first class and ah. I'm signed up for the other classes. <laughs> it for me, it helped me slow down and just be more aware and in tune and I don't know, it's very nourishing. Yeah. Yeah, sounds really nourishing. Yeah, and I have just a couple tip top wine shop that just opened up um, in East Hampton. They uh, participated in our East Hampton cohort and they had the idea and they had already been working on the business plan. And um, so it was, it's nice to see um, it, you know, them launch. And, and then we also had Wake the Dead Donuts, which is a mobile um, hot and fresh donut. Uh, donut they're not a truck they're like a cart cart tables but their concept was amazing too (laughs) a vat yes they have they have a fryer and they're they're they were great guys too yeah um so it it i think what's what's 
really beautiful, and this is what's beautiful in my work anyway, is that when, you know, when someone has an idea and then to see it, to see it just go from idea, like concept into a tangible thing, it's like, it's, it's like birthing something, like mm-hmm. it's a real thing and it gets, it's so exciting. And D and I are, are great because we, we 100% believe in this idea. And I think that's that's so helpful because as a human being, we have doubts and especially we we undersell ourselves often. I think maybe as women, too, as coming from my experience is like, oh, I'm not good enough to do that. Or I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know how that would work or any of that stuff. But it's so helpful to have someone that believes in what you're doing. And we do that and we celebrate every every one of our sessions. We celebrate because we're celebrating the in between. The in-between, while you're building something, when you need to have patience and you're not quite there yet, but every week there is something to celebrate. And I always say, like, even if you got up and you made your bed, that's a celebration because you got up today. Yeah, I love that. Here we are again. This is going so fast today. Tara Brewster, Western Mass Business Show, D. Dice and Casey Corsello. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster. My guests today are Dee Dice and Casey Corsello, who are both amazing individuals and also great partners together in a few programs that they're running in uh, the region for business owners, entrepreneurs, and municipalities. Um, Dee, I'm going to switch it over to you for a minute to talk a little bit about a program that you have, um, your newsletter program. Could you tell a little bit more about that for people that might be interested in taking that? Sure. I started this program. It's first of all, it's a 10 week program. And I started it because I have heard from a lot of business owners that they know they should have an email newsletter program because it it contacts people that already know you, your existing clientele. And so I created it so that people could learn more about newsletters and how to get people to read them, how to make them faster and easier so they don't take up so much time. And it's a working session also. So they'll get to work on that and learn and be in a cohort of peer entrepreneurs. So it'll be fun. Yeah, um, and and you're right. I think that you know it's, it's the easiest to talk to the people that you already know rather than try to get new people to listen to what you right, have to say, right. right? So if someone wants to grow their business and activate their existing clientele. And we'll also learn how to add new people to your email newsletter. I mean, they can contact me very easily at dd at constant-growth.com. And my website is constant-growth.com. And so that's an easy way to uh, contact me for that particular program. Nice, that's great. And, uh, you know, I've worked with you in the past and seen you in action, and I think that people would probably get a lot out of that. And, yeah, it's straight to people's email inboxes. So it's like, hello. We'll have some fun. We'll have some fun, for sure. (laughs) I love that. And I love that it's a working 
Yes. Working. I hate those uh, workshops that you go to and you're so jazzed up and at the end you have a ton of things to do and then you never do them. Right. So. Yeah. I like it. I'm having a lot of working meetings lately. Yeah. Like, can we just do the work while we're meeting right. instead of giving me a whole list of exactly. things to do afterwards to do. that I'm stressed out about. Thank right. you so yeah. much. That adds to your overwhelm yeah. plate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Let's exactly. just hold hands and yeah. get it done together. Yeah. And then we can say goodbye. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I yes, that's why we created the MindShift Business Blueprint program as well. Yeah. So For talk that a little reason. bit about that and how people can find you. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So that program is eight weeks and um, there is a balance of sort of what we had talked about before of like the emotional intelligence, understanding yourself as a as a human, as an entrepreneur, how you can really optimize um your own personal development and professional development and then how you apply that. So um, that is being run currently by the city of Westfield. And so what we've done is, you know, we've partnered with cities and municipalities um, and they have funded this program. So participants can um, apply and, you know, apply through a grant and then they get to participate through the program. So if, if anyone is interested, um, they can uh, reach out to D, who just said DD at constant-growth.com. Um, and it's also on uh, D's website. And then if you are looking to work with me um, it, and it, you know, when people come to me, they don't it's not like they have a problem. Right. It's just that maybe they're noticing that it's taking a lot longer to accomplish what they want to accomplish, or they're having a more challenge in finding balance um, in in their life or their business, or, you know, I also do leadership development. So maybe they are challenged in how they are working with their employees. Um, so it's, you can come to me for a number of different things. Um, and um, I, you can go to my website, caseycorsello.com, um, and then, you know, you can reach out to me there. Um, and I work individually with people as well. And if you would like a um, really delicious meatball dinner mm-hmm. uh, or some really uh, homemade handcrafted Italian sausages made from meat sourced from local farms here in the valley, um, you can go to Corsella Butcheria. What is your number one selling product at the Butcheria? I think it's between, okay, so um, it is, so our Italian beef sandwiches, which are Chicago inspired, and- So you can get to-go food there. It's not just like- Oh, we have some good sandwiches. Sausages and meatballs for cooking later for dinner. You can actually get things to eat Yes, you can get things that are ready to eat. Mm. Um, A prosciutto and mozzarella sandwich is just, it hits the spot for me always yeah um and then yeah we have our meatballs which are roberta's recipe from rome italy um and then you know we have we have the whole cow isn't that a isn't that a saying like the whole cow no i don't know is it (laughs) it should be yeah we need the fact checker yeah (laughs) (laughs) um do you still do the italian dinner like where you can go and get like the sauce and the yes yeah the meatball dinner yes you can get a pound of meatballs and our homemade sauce pasta um so easy it's ready to cook you know you don't have to do the hard work of making the meatballs and then you just kind of cook the pasta and cook the meatballs yeah it all like kind of comes out at and the it's same all made time. with love i mean yeah 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 the local local farms the local farms and, and 
you know, love. It's Valentine's. It could be a nice, yeah. nice dinner. That's a good idea. Or a ribeye is a really good dinner too. Yeah, and you have that. We have that too. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Just had to put the plug in there. there for that yeah, too. Vincent will be very happy. He will be happy. Yeah. Yes, He'll be yes. Happy. You have to tell him I said hi. I will. Um, and so on your LinkedIn profile, it also said that you're a podcaster. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes. Listen, this is what I want to say. Uh, and we all know, you know, you try something um, and sometimes it doesn't work out. I'm not going to say the podcast doesn't work out. I love talking with people just like this, but I don't have a Joan Holiday. I know. There's only one. I mean, there's only there one Joan only Holiday. One. It's like Highlander. <laughs> and, and so, She's you my know, Highlander. It's, I mean, the good thing about going for something is there's there's a naivete, right? And I think that's funny with our business, too. You know, had I known all the things, maybe I wouldn't have done it. But I loved podcasting. I mean, I loved interviewing. Um, it's called The Messy Medso. And maybe I'll do it again. But like, does that mean the messy middle? You, you, yes. You know, you're Italian. She Italian. Mm. And I actually interviewed D, D, too. Oh, that was fun. And and it is like the concept of it was just kind of talking about the messiness of things, the messiness of life, that it doesn't have to be perfect just to go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, well, you got to try on the shelf. things in order it, to figure it out. It's on the shelf. Yeah. And if, if the miracle of finding a Joan Holiday yeah. comes into my life, you know. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll see. Because yeah. the, you know, there's a learning curve. I, I, I don't it. know how to edit. And there's only so much time. Well, that's it. Yeah. And what, what, what could take us right. a like sound engineer? Yeah. And so what rose to the top were some other things. Yeah. But. Yeah. And you've also um, been a TEDx speaker. I have. Yeah. Can I talk have. about that? Uh, that was a fun experience. Um, talk about also like the permission to be myself and to really just share my story and and I think I worked with um, Julia Mines, which is a, an amazing coach. Who has a history here. Oh, she mm-hmm. does. Yeah, I remember Julia from she purchasing ads on the radio yes, from yes. my entrepreneurial days. Incredible, and that's I think that's the key of having a coach, frankly, because what I thought in my mind was like I needed to quote Brene Brown all the time. Yeah. And then Julia said, you have permission to tell your story. You're the expert in your story. And that was the most amazing advice. And I live by that. Yeah. I live by that that advice. Well, thank you both for being here today and for all of your advice. I have so much gratitude for both of you, you. D Dice and Casey Corsello. And I also have gratitude for Greenfield Savings Bank, who lets me roam around in the world as an (laughs) ambassador of them and myself and other nonprofits in the community. Joan Holiday calls this the Tara Brewster nonprofit radio show instead of the Western Mass Business show (laughs) most days. Um, You both are not nonprofits, so I'm legitimizing myself here. Yeah. Um, And I would also like to thank Business West, who provides us with so much great information about entrepreneurs, nonprofits, um, individuals all throughout the region, also host some really great events and award ceremonies for us to go to as well. This is Tara Brewster. You've been listening to Western Mass Business Show, D Dice and Casey Corsello. Big love to you on this Valentine's week. Thank you, everyone. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP.